Capital, Trista Crick, Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew. Hour three, BetMGM tonight. If you missed anything so far, we still got two more hours to go, but we also got the podcast up there wherever you get your podcasts. Anywhere, Ryan. Anywhere. Yeah, Remember but preferably that. Apple. No, preferably the Odyssey app. One team, one dream. One team, one dream. Don't just check us out, though, Nick. Wake up bright and early with the Daily Tip. We got Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins holding it down 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. And you're especially going to want to tune in tomorrow because it's week one of the NFL season. We got the Detroit Lions. They're taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champs. And we have seen some line movement. But why have we seen that line movement? Will Travis Kelsey play in this game? Will the Chiefs repeat as Super Bowl champs? Will Detroit win the division for the first time since 1993? Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins got you covered from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Then, right after that, the great Eddie Gross, the wonderful Joe Ostrowski, Aaron, big game Hawksworth. They've been breaking down the games all week long. They got you covered from 9 to 12. Then comes Jim Rome. What's up, clones? The great Jim Rome. Broadcasting Hall of Famer. Got in a fight one time on the year many years ago. Didn't win, but I would have made him a favorite. Then, Nick and Ken, the number one sports betting podcast and show in the world. You better you bet. They come on. They got you covered. And then we roll in. Bet MGM tonight. We're going to be here live for the kickoff. Sit in your seats. Mute your TVs. From 7 to 8, we got you covered. We're going to have prop bets. We're going to have alternate lines. Trista's going to have a same-game parlay Coming for that ass. And that comes 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Mute your TVs. Hang out with us. Watch the game. That one might have team, been your one dream. Best, best one, one yet. That was the best one. And it doesn't end there because <laughs> Saturday morning is the BetQL tailgate kickoff with the great Ryan Horvat. And we got a lot to talk about this weekend. Hey, did you we see got that Texas, the, uh, he's not, he's not done We got Texas and Alabama. Last Sorry. year we saw Quinn Ewers completely torch that secondary. Alabama's got injuries in the secondary. They may have two corners out in this game. How are you going to know? Are you going to be on social media? Do, who do you even know? Who, who, do you know who to follow anymore? Is it Twitter or is it X? No, you wake up 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern. I got you covered. All right? Sunday morning, oh, 14 God, hours so of coverage. Somebody actually gave me a text it's message 18. today. They said, hey, Horvat, how many hours of coverage are there this year? 12? And I said, no, take the over. We got everybody. We got you covered. And it's football season, so I'm jacked. Sorry, guys. I'm a little excited. It's football season. We made it through the dog days of summer. Football is here with the Odyssey Network and the Beck UL Network. I was looking at the lineup, Brian, though. <laughs> and, and don't the forget show to right after yours. Get the NFL betting guide. That's does, the last thing I got to say. NFL betting we, guide. NFL betting guide. Go on. The uh, show after yours, their thumbnail has Wheel of Fortune vibes, and I thought that was yours at first. And I was like, that's awesome. And then it wasn't yours. So... I'm just glad else. you remember the name of your show now. Yeah, me too. The I power, powered had, by no, Beck that is not and true. No, that so no 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 no. no, no. They, I had I caught you multiple times the having to look it up and remember this. I'm a your face, your face says it all right I just there. gave you guys the whole network without having to read off anything. That's because I wake up bright and early with the daily. Stop tip. it! No, I'm Scott, there. turn okay. his mic off. We're okay. not doing it again. Right. Get right. him out of here. Hey, I'm sorry that I like to. Pro- I'm sorry that I'm a loyal guy and I like to promote the team around here. Damn it. Do you, anyway. see what's, do you see what's going on right now with the Rangers? The uh, Texas no. Rangers? The Texas Rangers no. are they're, – they're, they're literally – they're begging to get out of the playoffs, I guess, at this point now. The Texas Rangers are down 7-1 to the Astros oh, in the top of the fourth inning. Oh, yeah, it was Verlander against Scherzer, which and is a huge, deal, a huge deal, as we say, uh, in Major League Baseball. That's what tonight. we're watching right now on the TVs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's a big one, man. Yankees up 4-1 on the Tigers. Some would say the Yankees are back. No, they, no, nobody, they won, nobody, nobody would say, say that. that. Mariners up 8-3 on the Reds. The Mariners look like a team that actually wants to win a division and get to the playoffs. The Rangers have said, you know, it's been fun, but we're good now. But here's the one thing. Marlins 11-1 right now over the Dodgers. The Dodgers are going to coast through the rest of the regular season like the yeah. Braves. Massive division leads. These are two teams that are going to sit back. And that's one thing I'm just telling you now. We have seen this. It's concerning. Teams that have these massive division leads. The Braves are up 14 games on the Phillies. The Dodgers are up 13 and a half games on the Diamondbacks. They're down 11-1 to the Marlins. You got to be sharp when you get to the postseason, especially actually both the Braves and the Dodgers. How many times over the years have we seen these organizations yeah. have high expectations, get to the playoffs, and then get knocked out right away? And that's why I feel like you have to be talking about the Mariners in the American League. And obviously, like you missed the best price, but that's what you look for in baseball. Like you said, I mean, the Dodgers, like these teams, like the Braves. Now, the Braves still scare the hell out of me because they really haven't got complacent. But the Dodgers, every single year, it's kind of the same story. They're going to win 100, you know, 105 games, 106 games. And then somebody usually catches them by surprise in the right. postseason. But in the American League, that's why I'm looking at the Mariners because they do have the starting pitching. They do have the bullpen. I really like the lineup. They hit with runners in scoring position. They score runs. Um, and really, the second half of the season, they've just been on an absolute tear. And then not being a homer, in the National, in the National League all season long, we're like, other than the Dodgers or the Braves, who do you trust? Do you trust the Brewers? I really like the rotation. I like the manager, Craig Council. You know, you got Devin Williams as your closer. Um, but it's got to be the Cubs. I mean, and especially if Marcus Stroman's able to come back because we haven't seen him, even if he comes back for just the postseason. Justin Steele looks like a Cy Young candidate right now. Looks like the National League Cy Young. Uh, Kyle Hendricks has been really good. And then in the lineup, you're scoring runs. They're taking walks, which the Cubs haven't done since forever. And uh, they're hitting with runners in scoring position. Powerful lineup, decent enough pitching. Don't love the manager, obviously, David Ross. But, you know, if you're <laughs> looking at, around, though. If you're looking at, like, teams like, hey, you know, who other than these guys? I would look at the Cubs, and I would look at the Mariners, for sure. Yeah, the Mariners, we talked about momentum. Uh, the last time we talked about just wild card moves yeah. and like well, how they have been doing in their last 10, how favorable their schedule was co going forward and whether you felt like the roster was able to keep up with the expectations in order for them to get that done. And the Mariners stuck right out, right? Like I think they yeah. were seven and three in their last 10 at the time. We saw what they did last year when they started out slow. Cody had them all, was on them all year. Yeah. They were boo-boo. They were buns. And then all of a sudden, they're in the playoffs. It feels like that's what's going to happen again. And then I, I unplugged uh, my little sports mind, and I came back, and the Mariners were leading the division. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. I know, right? Yeah. It's crazy how quickly things change in baseball. And what's The other thing that's crazy is just, I mean, the biggest story once we get to the offseason is going to be where Shohei Otani playing. Obviously. Obviously. And, it's most likely going to be Los Angeles or San Francisco. But what if, I mean, look at this run that those two teams are making right now. The Cubs, bunch of money to spend, huge market, everybody wants to play at Wrigley. And then the Mariners, um, where Shohei said at the All-Star game, you know, he spent his last two off-seasons there, and they don't really need pitching. So if you don't have that arm next year, you could have him in two years, but you still have that bat in the lineup and him in the outfield. And then they're even more scary, so... It's going to be interesting to see what happens not only the rest of the way, but this offseason because you think now they, some of these teams are coming up out of nowhere. Do you think he play outfield or do you think they would just DH him? Oh, yeah, or DH him. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, yeah. He may get moved to outfield. Unless, unless he really wants to get out there and move around a little bit. I yeah. don't know. Might get bored. Not being able to go out and pitch every Friday. For like an days. entire season. He's used to having that, and then he's not part of a rotation that'll change things a lot. Yeah. You know how there's like, I mean, that look, that's his second 
major injury there. I know it was 2018 the last time he had it, but like guys get to that point where you have to either change the way you play, change the way you train, change the way that you approach a recovery, whatever the case is. Like I'm really concerned about Cooper Cup right now and just this entire season for him. You know me. I was high on the Rams over six and a half wins before this news. But now we're hearing mm-hmm. that not only is Cooper Cup not going to play against the Seahawks, he's dealing with a hamstring issue, that there's a chance that this could drag on and he could be put on IR, he could miss four games, he could be out longer. If the Rams end up just falling off of a cliff again this year, we know they're they're willing to shut everybody down. They may end up just shutting this thing down again and doing everything they can to try to get a young quarterback in the draft. Maybe you trade Matt Stafford. Matt, Matt Stafford would have value to a team like the Falcons. Like if Desmond Ritter just looks meh, but you've got all these other pieces, you trade and you get Matt Stafford for a couple of seasons, right? He's he's better than a bridge quarterback. Like he's not a he's not a Ryan Fitzpatrick or a Jacoby Brissett where like they go in and you expect him to start half the year. There's a young quarterback there behind him, but maybe he's there for a couple of seasons. And then they kind of figure out what their next quarterback situation looks like. So there could be some value there. I've, I've completely swung the other way where there's – if Cooper Cup is healthy and this team has something to play for, they can win seven games. But if not, he's that important to that offense that there's a good chance that they just tank this whole thing and maybe betting the Rams to have the worst record in the NFL is not out of the realm of possibility at this point. Be, this, the swing for this team is wild right now. They'd be so, so annoying, too, if they got Caleb Williams next year. <laughs> oh god, be, They would be so annoying. Uh, well, especially because they like went all in for that Super Bowl. Remember the cashing in the chips? Oh yeah, yeah. tweet that they put out. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, f them picks, and then they're going to get a pick just in time. I was jealous though, and I can't be a hater. I wish my team would buy a Super Bowl. That'd be awesome. You oh, know what I mean? Like absolutely. go in, get Odell, go get Odell Beckham Jr., get a Bobby Wagner, me? whoever you absolutely. need. Absolutely. Get Jalen Ramsey. Although put actually, chips on the table. I, I would, would say too. my team used to try and do that, and they still lost. So that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, you got to get guys while they're still in their prime. You can't go getting Deion yeah, Sanders, you get Mark guys, Carrier, and yeah. Bruce Smith at the end be, of their careers. It can't be Donovan McNabb after he terrorized the division God. for a decade. But you know, he's thirty-two. Why would the Eagles want to trade their franchise quarterback to you in the division? Exactly. Let's think about this, you morons. See, like, what I'm more concerned about, I don't really have high expectations for the Rams this season. You never know. I mean, they could catch teams by surprise. But I'm more concerned about Cooper Cup just because he's 30 years old, which is still young, but in NFL years, not so young. And he's a wide receiver. And you just look at some of these guys, skill position players, this is a very common injury. You know, a lot of running backs. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey's dealt with hamstring issues. Yep. But you look at some of the guys like that haven't been the same, like Miles Austin used to deal with them, Elshon Jeffrey. I don't know. You just worry That's because of – name, Miles Austin. Yeah. He had a couple really good years yeah, he and he just couldn't stay healthy. also dated Kim Kardashian. I actually forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, he yeah. did. A rare non-NBA player. He yes, did. sir. He did. He Ooh. made the well, series. Reggie Bush, remember? And uh, that's right. That's right. Chris Humphrey. The, yeah, he did make the series. That Chris Humphrey. Remember? I was like, ooh, that's awesome. Seventy-three yeah. days. Yeah, it was seventy-three days. My wife didn't believe me, by the way, that there was actually like not just the curse, but that people do have memes of like a, what a starting lineup would be like from all the guys they've dated. She was like, no way. She was blown away. She was like, uh, she dated him too. It, really? It was. It was a very. I was glad to be able to share that moment with That's her. That's an go, NBA championship oh, team. Yeah. Right oh there. no, no, no. We've got a starting lineup. Let me show you the guys Especially that are involved in this team. Especially if you add all the Kardashians together, you got Devin Booker. Kardashians in the mix. and the Jenners. It was yep, all of them. All of them. Or it was actually the Kardashians versus the Jenners. One That's team and then the other. One hell of a list. It's a good one. It's a good one. She's like Blake Griffin. I was like, yep. Yes, she sir. watches the show, but so I'm a little worried about Cooper Cup's yeah. career moving <laughs> Sorry, forward. Sorry, I got sidetracked there. In because my defense, he's, he's it, was, it was a I'm great moment. No, I could talk Kardashians <laughs> all day. I love the Kardashians. So I can't then, believe Kylie's got a new man. I mean, I thought her and Travis Scott were still together. <laughs> Wait, are they not? 
No, she was just at a uh, at a concert with the dude from I want to say Dune, which actually surprised me a little bit. He's like what? a buck an actor this time. Yeah. Yeah. Like the no. main guy? Yeah, there's there's a oh. lot going on, Trist, that you need to get oh, caught no, up with. Oh, no, it's Timothy Chalamet that she's dating, huh? Yeah, outside linebacker for the Bruins. No, Not no, yeah. no, different, different person. <laughs> Who is he, though? Is he from Dune? Uh, He's from Little Women. With Winona Ryder? No, the new one. <laughs> oh, there's another one? Yeah. It's, him. it's football season. We got DVO. No, but seriously, what would, we, what would you do with Cooper Cup when he comes back? What would you do with his props? Like nothing right now. Nothing. I mean, I want to see uh, at least like a two-week sample would size of unders? him staying on the field. No, no. You no. wouldn't because that's no. just it, because, too painful. Yeah, because like Cooper Cup when healthy is one of the best route runners. Find ways to get open. Great hands. And Matthew Stafford absolutely loves him. And Matthew Stafford, as his wife let everybody know for whatever reason, can't build chemistry with any of his younger teammates. So he's going to have to have the same connection with Cooper Cup that he had two years ago. So I wouldn't play unders because he's still going to get the targets. I just don't know how explosive he's going to be if he's seen a specialist. And uh, this seems like a bigger deal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Because he's coming off another injury where he got knocked out for the season. Seeing a specialist. Not going to be ready for week one. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit worried. If I had higher expectations for the Rams, I'd be really worried or if I had any money on them. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for some of these, like, because we're still waiting on so many of these props to come out. Like, we're they're, they're trickling out, but there's a little bit. Like, Terry McLaurin was back in a limited practice for Washington today. Yeah. He was in pads. Jahan Dotson, to me, is somebody that could have a breakout season. He's got great chemistry with Sam Howell right now. They are, I mean, they're just gushing over each other in the media. Clearly, Dotson's smart because he's like, hey, let me go ahead and uh, say nice things about my quarterback here so I can get a lot of targets. But if Terry McLaurin even does play, he may not, he may be kind of a decoy more than anything else. Yeah. And then that means more Jahan Dotson. So I would love to see like a low, like, like 40, 45 receiving yards, something there for Dotson, just to be able to hammer the over on that. But it's not out, and I'm, I'm sure they're probably going to wait on it. But this, this is, this is going to really dictate a lot, I think, on what that number looks like. But either way, I think Dotson's in for a great game on Sunday. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of steam on Jahan Dotson. You're mm-hmm. starting to see him become like a trendy receiver. Yes. Uh, everybody's talking about him. There's this connection with him and Howlin' at the moon. Terry McLaurin has injury issues, we'll call it. Injury question marks. Yeah, I love Jahan Dotson. One of the best short-handed receivers out there. Say. Plus, they're going to be playing from behind, I think, in a lot of games. So, should get a lot of targets. We got plenty of time to still go, guys. Don't worry. We don't. Uh, we don't need to get out of here just yet. But I, I will. I will say you're right when you talk about <laughs> Jahan Dotson. He's. Uh, he is. He, he has become very, very trendy. Yeah. To say the least. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we're just going to stop the music. That's fine. Hey, no big deal. We'll just keep going with it. Well, no, Rihanna once I, did say, <laughs> though, guys, please don't stop the music. Please, please don't. don't stop the music. Oh, there we go. It's getting and now late. it's back again. Making my way oh. over to the dance. I need a drink. I actually my saw Rihanna. Making my way over oh, to my favorite place. Yeah, whatever. I saw her open up for Jay-Z and Kanye at the United Center back when I lived in Chicago. Oh, Andy great Herman city. Live Better from Green concert. Bay. Next. Herb Dog. Let's find out who's